welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Real Joe Quinn. On this, as I look back at the latest episode of television's best show, Snowfall, season five, episode five, The Iliad. Um, the Iliad, part one. Just to get a quick recap, this, this episode was wild. <laughs> this was a uh, action-packed episode that really um, showed, showed, you know, a family in crisis right now as uh, Franklin is, you know, fighting for, you know, to keep his, you know, quote-unquote empire alive. Um, so Franklin, uh, you have Franklin and Jerome. You have Franklin, um, Jerome, Louis, Franklin, Jerome, and Louis, Louis and Jerome refused to uh, get in business with Franklin as far as the investment, um, the investment deal. Even when Franklin lowered the price, um, you have so you had that going on. Franklin wasn't happy about that. You have Franklin then, and along with Jerome, Louis, and also Leon, all during over the course of this episode get attempts on their lives in three separate hits. Uh, we'll talk more about that. Um, you had uh, Teddy, Teddy Matt get shot. And almost and almost die before being saved by an old friend. Um, you had again this story was again you had Franklin, Franklin also, and Teddy basically nearly helpless and really needed. Uh, you know these three powerful characters were, you know, basically were on their own. Um. Over the course of this episode, you have Sissy still talking to a somebody, seeming talking to uh, the guy who also also has who is of course connected um, with trying to take out Teddy this season. But Sissy found out that he wanted even more than that. So a lot going on in this episode. We're gonna get right immediately into themes: family crisis, the same family, this empire is in crisis period they um not only with the hits the attempted attempts on their lives but no they right now no one's on the same page i mean jerome franklin louis are not on the same page again we have um well i mean i guess i would say franklin and veronique uh veronique or someone are basically on the same page they basically but want the same thing um but franklin's inner circle is really struggling right now. Um, no peaches in this episode. We found out, you know, they can't find peaches. Uh, he, you know, we'll talk more about that. So, you know, he's he's missing right now. Um, you have a situation where uh, Franklin's real estate dreams have been basically put on hold, uh, um, have been put on hold. Um, and again, his empire, everything that he cares about, everything that he's, Worked work hard to get to this point too. Is is on the line right now, so there is a. This is definitely a family. It doesn't even, of course he doesn't even know about what's going on with Sissy and and, and what she's trying to do with, with Teddy Mac and that that whole ordeal. Um, going deep by the hits. Uh, these were three hits. This episode, of course, was called the Iliad, which was you know kind of was based on you know a war. In itself, that you know, it's a classic book, of course, written by Homer, and a lot of things based on family, war, 
you know, relationships, fate, things of that nature, and a lot of those elements. Though we we know they didn't exactly. This is not going to be exactly like what the Iliad was, not even. But there were a lot of those themes from the Iliad, a lot of, that were kind of that kind of could be connected to this episode and what Franklin is going through right now. I mean, you can call you know Franklin could be you can you can call Franklin Achilles, and he has this um he has this empire right now that is just completely under siege. Um, no, right now we don't know. No one knows um, who did these hits. Um, I the thing the thing about the hits is they were well orchestrated. They were executed. You know, obviously they didn't kill any Franklin's peoples, but you know they they got it. They they uh, attempted to um, they got his attention. And then some, and they knew, you know, whoever, whoever coordinated these hits clearly knew Franklin's schedule. They clearly knew his people's schedule. And they clearly knew that this is something that has been in the works for who knows how long. Remember, this, this, this series is five years old. And over the course of five years, when you're a drug kingpin, you get to the level of Franklin, you have a lot of enemies. Um, there's a scene... And we'll talk about it. I'll, we'll certainly talk about it uh, later on, and we we'll get the best scenes. But I'll, I'll leak it a little bit now. When also, you know, Gustavo says, you know, hey man, you gotta, you gotta know your enemies, which is almost, in, which is virtually impossible when you get when you're talking when you're talking about being a kingpin in the drug game. There's, there's no way you can know every single enemy because you have people who smile on your face who may be your enemy. You just don't know. But it's clearly whoever coordinated these hits was clearly it's clearly somebody I feel from Franklin's past, and I you know we can speculate. It's no, it's not Peaches. Peaches, no, it's not Peaches. Uh, Diamond Dallas, no. Uh, um, Scully, no. Just eliminate. You can, I could just I wipe. I will wipe all those all those particular characters away as far as being candidates. There's no way. No one. None of them. First of all, none of them have the intellect. To pull off something like this, this is somebody who is frankly is 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 borderline. This 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 person, this is like this is somebody like if if you thought if somebody if Man Boy was still alive, somebody like this. I don't even know if Man Boy could pull this off. Like this is this is it's like a Man Boy type move. Like maybe Man Boy, if he if he if his character was still around, he rose even higher than what he was. This is, this is somebody somebody who again who is very cunning, very calculated. Again, this has been planned to me. This has been planned for years. This is not just something that's just called, that's been planning throughout the course of the season. Though no, this has been going on, so whoever whoever did this has been planning this for years. They know Franklin is getting somebody getting revenge on Franklin. So again, I, I the the the, the first name to come to me when I think about somebody like this is, you know, Kevin. You remember Franklin killed Kevin in season, what was it, season two? Yeah, season two, when Franklin killed somebody. I believe it's somebody connected to Kevin, to be honest with you. Because, again, this is that's three seasons ago. Um, You know, somebody, Kevin was close to Franklin, close to Leon. Leon, of course, did not like, you know, he still harbors some, you know, harbors some ill will, a little bit of ill will towards Franklin um, behind that, especially it showed up, especially in season three. Um, it showed out in, in a little bit, a little bit last, a little bit last season as well when they had that big argument at the beginning, at the beginning of last season when he also and uh, Teddy Mac at the club, 
So I think it's somebody connected to Kevin. Um, of course, you remember if you remember you remember Kevin played by Malcolm Mays, who's on Power, uh, who's on the um, Raising Canaan right now, and it's been in a couple other things. Who again? Who Franklin killed in broad daylight in season two, um, and end up you know Teddy Teddy back end up getting him off, getting him out of jail, and uh, getting him out of jail, and basically in that season, uh, that that season two finale. So I think it's somebody connected to Kevin. Um, that's just my again. That's my little conspiracy theory. But uh, this was somebody that whoever did, whoever was doing this knew what the just like knows the organization inside out and has basically scouted the organization forever. This is again. This is remember. This is their Franklin's organization has been fluid over the course of the last couple of seasons. It's changed. He has, he has different people around them, but the main players, you know, Leon, Louis, Jerome, those main for players are are basically are the same so that's my opinion we will find out next week um about um, you know i already read the the synopsis for next week's episode the iliad part two where they said the hit person will be revealed um and so we'll find out who it is next next uh next week but to me uh it's again it was some, it's going to be somebody that was connected to franklin's past and um and just wanted to exact revenge, and you know they they've completely just uh, shaken him up and and put a you know put their family on notice to say the least. Best scenes uh, we talked Franklin, Jerome, Louis, Veronique. Beginning of the episode, you see them. Um, you see Franklin and Veronique try to convince Louis and Jerome to do the investment, uh, which. They lowered the price. Remember, it was a ten million buy-in, ten million dollar buy-in. They Franklin cut that price in half, and not only that, they didn't. Veronique said that they would only need ten percent of it, so five hundred thousand dollars, which clearly Louis and Jerome have. Um, they've been breaking in the money for the last for this past season. Um, so it's not even about the money. Um, it's about that there's still that under that tension between Franklin and Louis. And you know, Louis you know, tries to tries to deny it, saying that you know I'm not gonna let that get in the way of what we're doing. Of wouldn't let that get in the way. It's not that. It's the fact that we have you know we're trying to do our own thing. We don't you know we're not trying to be in business with you like that or connected with you like that. And she, Franklin, you know, plays it cool in front of him, but when he leaves the room, he is visibly upset. Veronique tries to calm him down. Veronique um, tries offers him another option as far as how to go about uh, talking to Jerome and Louis, and she, you know, she suggests that Sissy intervene. So, and we'll see that we will see that um, that episode, not episode, that uh, scene later on. So, Sissy and Ruben are at me at the same diner. Ruben, again, he's doing he's. You know, we don't get his exact position, but he's some. You know, he's some working something for the government. Um, that clearly, again, clearly is going after Teddy Mac. But instead of you know, he basically tells us see this thing is bigger than just Teddy Mac. Like if we they got rid of Teddy Mac, there will be ten CIA people waiting to take his place. Um, we need something on Franklin, not to, um. Not to hurt him, of course, but to protect him. We need to know everything about Franklin in order to protect him. She tried. He tries to convince Sissy 
to bug Franklin's office with this pen and leave it in his office. And, you know, I, first of all, here's the flaw about this scene to me. And I very rarely criticize this show. But are we assuming that Franklin is going to talk business in that office? Like, how often is Franklin in one place? Franklin does not spend a lot of time in one place. He's constantly on the move. He's at home. He's at the club. He's uh, making drops. He's he's really he's never really at one place all the time. So I don't know how effective bugging his office would have been. And he does, does he and he really doesn't talk. Um, most of the talking he does is at the is at the club. As far as when he's you know. It, as far as drug shit, like he really talks separates the drug shit from the from the real estate talk. Um, so I don't know how effective bugging that office would have been. Um, now maybe maybe he would have you know figured that out. Maybe Ruben would have eventually figured that out and, and said, "Hey, maybe is there where else is he?" But then you know, listen, Sissy wasn't Sissy wasn't having it. She was not going to ever. She made it clear that she was not going to betray her son in any shape, way, or form. Listen, she know she learned from Al. Okay, like even if for, even if she thinks it's for his best interest, she knows Franklin at this point is deep in the game, and she does not want to do anything to betray that trust like his father did in um, season in in the last season. So she basically told him, "Yeah, you gotta find another way." Ruben basically says, "This is you know going to be I I don't we don't know how we can help you." without knowing everything about him. So they're kind of at a standstill, a standoff from that standpoint. You know, Ruben kind of tries to smooth things out by um, saying, you know, take your time and things of that nature. Um, but Sissy, by, you know, Sissy makes it clear that she's not going to, like, she's not going to bug, like, not going to do it for now. Um, Franklin, Gustavo, Teddy, and Teddy Mac. So they meet for, they meet for, the, for the usual drop at the same, at the place, of course, at Teddy Mac set up and then the, the warehouses that that were bugged um last episode or a couple of episodes ago and immediately you know you immediately you knew something was off when franklin had a different bodyguard he says that um says that peaches are sick we know where that's going like let's be honest like let's be honest peaches probably is going probably has hiv like that we we can kind of see where where the storyline is going um, with the you know the sniffling in the first episode and then being sick the second you know we we kind of we I feel like we kind of get where that's going so Peaches you know uh, Teddy Mac kind of takes a shot at Franklin saying hey you giving out sick days and Franklin says hey you got got to take care of your people for unless they you know, unless you know got to take care of my peoples so they won't go from go from um, go behind my back I think that was kind of a subtle a subtle shot at um, at Teddy Mac a little bit uh, before they even say another word. Uh, you they uh, a van pulls up and starts spraying shots. Teddy Mac gets shot badly in the shoulder. He, you know, just says fuck it and pulls off. Which, by the way, I, I heard a lot of people on the internet knocking that, you know, saying, you know, knocking that move and saying, you know, he left him. Like, what else was he going to do with a with a a, a bullet in his shoulder like <laughs> like Teddy, that, like Teddy Mac actually like there was nothing else that I mean I don't I can't blame Teddy Mac for that one that was self-preservation like everybody they had a car as well it's not like it's not like he was the only one with the car like Gustavo and um 
Gustavo and Franklin had a car as well. So I can't blame Teddy Mac for that. Gustavo takes a gets shot, but it's a it's turned out to be a flush wound. He and uh Franklin get away, but the car is banged up and uh they had to pull over they had to pull over not long after they um after Franklin crashed into the van and were able to get away from the van. Um Gustavo Franklin, so Gustavo Franklin had the money. Okay, they had the money, three million dollars in cash. But no ammo, no gun, a gun with no bullets. Gustavo lost his gun. They are in this gang-related, this gang. They're in the Florida neighborhood that is heavy on 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 with 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 gang um with gang activity. And even Gustavo is looking at you know some of the uh, graffiti on the walls. And do you know graffiti on the uh, on the walls and uh, on the buildings and is not. You know, you see Gustavo a little nervous, knowing that they're not in a good, uh, a good part of town from that standpoint. And you know, they're on foot with three million dollars, like in two, you know, two duffel bags. So they, you know, they get jumped uh, by some, you know, by some youngins who who saw the the bullet hole in one of the bags that had money in it. Uh, now those. Franklin pulls out a gun, chases chases them, chases them, them away. But some other guys who are who who are, who are armed, who are heavily armed, you know, start chasing them. They end up getting away, and they end up getting away, and they um under a house um and wait till uh you know wait a little bit until uh the guys are gone. So we'll we'll get back to Franklin and and, and Gustavo. We have Jerome, Leon, Sissy, Veronique, and Louis now. So first, I mean, first, let's go. Let's go, Jerome. Let's go, Jerome. Veronique. Um, let's go, Jerome. Veronique and Sissy. Um, so they meet up at a restaurant, and Sissy and Louis as well. They meet up at a restaurant, outdoor diner, indoor outdoor diner. Sissy tries to talk them, basically saying, basically saying, look. If you don't want to invest in Franklin, so be it. But ultimately, your empire is going to crumble. What is your plan to get out? What is your out plan? Because this is like, this is going to crumble again. You know, you could say, sissy, this is a sissy has felt this way throughout the course of the series, uh, and I was always looking for an out, an out with the real estate, and hope that the real estate would provide an out for Franklin. When, when basically that wasn't, that's not realistic because Franklin is in, is in so deep, but. She she sees the cost of, of of the game that they're in, and this is and sees cost of the, the game that they're in. And before the conversation could even go further, and Jerome Jerome, Jerome gets a a you know gets a, a beep from um excuse me gets a page from Franklin gets to the phone eventually as a guy was already on there and and Franklin ends up talking to Franklin. Franklin tells him, "Hey, we've been hit." And next thing you know, Jerome is, and Sissy and, and Louis are getting shot at. They survived. A bunch of other people died, patrons, waiters, and things, and, and, and civilians. About five or six of them died. And Sissy and Jerome and, you know, Jerome and Louis are harassed by the cops, and they have to be basically have to have a favor from Buckner, the cop that Coach Jerome doesn't like, that Louis knows from the club, that they kind of know who she's clashed with. Um, so he gets them, he gets, he gets them out of it. 
gets him on, you know, gets them out of it as far as being further harassed by the cops. Um, you have Teddy Mac. So Teddy Mac gets has a bad shoulder. He gets shot, and he finds his way to a um some uh, some uh some uh, ex. I don't know. It was a girlfriend. Somebody he used to he used to clearly work with. Clearly knows who was a surgeon. Now is a nurse, and she you know chides him, and basically you know makes you know basically makes fun of his current situation um, before um, eventually doing surgery on him. And you know she does some you know the thought of doing surgery and seeing somebody in a vulnerable position turns her on you know she begins to you know um begins to masturbate while teddy is you know basically halfway out of you know out of it or almost out of it um she sees teddy she um says that teddy has to pay her at least has to pay her two hundred fifty eight thousand dollars for it which we know of course he has the money but then she goes to his trunk of his car and sees that he uh has a bunch of cocaine so we'll see what that um what that eventually leads to um getting back to gustavo and franklin so gustavo and franklin have you know again they're on foot they leave the money under the house so you know they leave the money under the house they want to find a house to break into or with a sliding window that has a phone um that has a phone so they can make another call to see you know to get any updates and before the phone they go into this house that has stuffed animals. And I'm not talking about, you know, children's stuffed animals, but they have animals that have been stuffed. Somebody who clearly has killed a bear and alligators and has had those animals stuffed. So you, you know that this is something, This is, you know, this might not turn out well. This was not going to turn out well for either one of them. So they go in that house and as uh, Franklin is hanging up the phone, when he's not hanging up the phone, he's putting down the phone as, as the phone, is dead you see a uh you see these they get shot with both of them with, with darts tranquilizer tranquilizers and are put to sleep and we find out and next thing you know they wake up uh when they do wake up um in the final scene they are in a cage with a tiger so i don't know what you know this is this is good this, and that's how basically the episode ends i don't know what um i don't know how they're gonna get out of that um, this guy clearly is, you know, is is nut is a basket case who seemingly this old this old dude who's a who's a veteran actor, Raymond J. Raymond um Barry. He's been in a bunch of stuff. I mean, he's been around forever. Uh matter of fact, he I mean he was on I forgot what sitcom he was on, but I know he's been around for a long time. So he plays the creepy old man and um Again, this guy, this guy, you would think that he hadn't been out the house in about ten years. I mean, this guy, like this guy, was you know, it, it was very creepy. It was like it was kind of like Teddy. It was kind of like the episode of Atlanta where the dude where they had that fake Michael, Michael Jackson kind of when they were seemingly coming after talking about Michael Jackson. I forgot um, the name of that episode was Teddy something. One of it was one of the better Atlanta episodes ever. I mean, I know it's only been two seasons. It'll be back next week, but. That episode was one of the better episodes uh, in, in the history of the show. 
But uh, kind of like this dude was seemingly was like kind of like that character from a standpoint of just being a just you know Howard Hughes like just in stuck in a house and just basically separated from everyone um, off the grid mentally. He definitely was off the grid mentally, even though he was in a regular neighborhood. Uh, but again, he has them in a cage next to uh, uh, he has them in a cage and he has a, a, a tiger in a, in a cage that's right next to next to their cage. So. We'll see what happens with that. I, I mean, there were a couple of people, there were a few people that did not like that thought that was kind of sensational, sensational, and kind of out there. We'll see. I trust the writers uh, from that standpoint, um, especially up until this point. Especially, at, you know, at, you know, we there were some doubts with you know when the late John Singleton passed away about the direction of the show. Um, the show's been great since. Um, all due respect to John, you know, R.I.P. John Singleton, but the show's been great then, great since. So I trust uh, the writers, and I've loved each one, each one of these episodes up until this point um, in season five. So the last thing I want to address in terms of scenes is we see a scene with Jerome, Leon, Sissy, Veronique, and Louis back at the club. So of course, Jerome, uh, Leon's been Leon and his crew got hit. Attack two when he's trying to buy, trying to pick up his guns from Ivy. Um, and Leon shot the dude that was uh, one of the passengers, it wasn't the driver, it was the passenger. Now, when Leon, when Leon, when they, you know, when Leon walked up to the dude as he's lying dead, and one of his dudes pulled the uh, scarf over his face, I didn't, some people might interpret that as like Leon knowing the dude possibly. I maybe, maybe if this is the, if like if it's again if it's the Kevin theory he might he exactly might know the dude. I took it as Leon possibly that Leon didn't was didn't want to kill another black man. So Leon's on this, you know, kind of like this Black Panther revolutionary type ordeal. I but I do I can but I do think that Leon probably knows that dude. I really do. I think that Leon probably might be familiar with that dude i would not rule that out but it looked you know he had a very specific look on his face when the when the when the scarf was pulled from over the dude's mouth um so we go jerome leon sissy veronique and louie um they're talking about who could have hit us trying to plot out their next move you have jerome immediately talking about going not after peaches but trying to find peaches you have uh you know bring, they bringing up diamond and dallas um, so they're, again, they're trying to, the family's trying to basically circle the wagons to see, you know, how, trying to make sense of all this, just craziness that happened in, in over the course of one day. Um, so they force Sissy and Veronique to stay at the club as they go and hit the streets and go, uh, Jerome and Leon go hit the streets along, uh, to go hit the streets looking, uh, looking and searching for answers. MVP, whoever this mystery hitman is, is the MVP. Like, again, these hits were coordinated. Um, now, again, they didn't kill any of Franklin's people, but they made some serious damage. Uh, they did some serious damage to that empire. Um, there's no two ways about it. This, you know, moving forward, the family and what transpires will not be the same moving forward. Um whether you know, I mean, again, Franklin's going to survive this. He's the star of the show, 
but this is not going to be the same. Like they're they're going to uh, their family is even is, is split up even that much more. Remember, we talked about it last episode that the family was already on shaky ground as a whole in terms of Franklin had really didn't have that many friends right now that, you know, other than Veronique. And we didn't even know we not even sure about her um, and, and what her motives may be. But now um, the family is is almost broken, to be honest with you. Like Louis, Jerome, Franklin clearly are not on the same page. You know, Franklin doesn't know about Sissy. Um, and again, who knows who this mystery hitman is? I Again, I speculate that it could possibly be somebody, you know, that is connected to Kevin um, or somebody that's connected to, that, or somebody from Franklin's past that wants him, you know, wants him to go down. I mean, think about the dude that, uh, you know, Franklin killed, you know, killed a dude in season one, you know, and when his boys went to prison, remember when his boy went to prison? I don't know. It could be, listen, you get to, you become a drug kingpin and you get to the level of Franklin Saint. You, you, there are a myriad of inter- enemies that you, that you have. So again, I, I love this episode. Uh, we will, it will be part two next week. And we'll, we'll be back here to hope talk about another just phenomenal great episode of the, Best show on television, Snowfall. That's going to wrap it up. His latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast, Season 5, Episode 5, The Iliad Part 1. Have a great rest of your evening. So long.